was, uh, <coughs> I was uh, reminded today, how's the sound, is that good? Yeah. So I was uh, reminded uh, this afternoon as we were practicing, it uh, just popped in my mind, uh, I think the definition of um, maybe of mindfulness from uh, Charles Genoux, and he's, I think he says, uh, oh meditation, yeah, meditation is the art to have the meditator coincide with its ex uh, his, hers, or their experience. So to have the meditator coincide <laughs> with their <laughs> experience. And uh, I don't know how, how it translates in English, I think. I hope it works. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it makes me laugh. This it shows that we often don't coincide <laughs> with reality. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Not easy being a human being. Would you, uh, would you uh, agree? <laughs> well, let's wait another day. Then we'll all be uh, unanimous <laughs> about that. Ay. So tonight, in a very, 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 very much uh, Im impressionistic way, in the, in the free, uh, free uh, mind stream kind of way. Uh, I'd like to talk about, uh, try at least, to talk a little bit about uh, meditation. Um, yeah, just impressions from, uh, that are with me uh, in the last, uh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks or months that keep coming back. And uh, so there's a story I heard um, a, a long time ago, maybe when I started uh, practicing a couple of decades ago, and that story kind of vanished and it came back to, uh, I don't know how it found its way, um, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, or not more than that. Um, and I remember when I heard it, it really was kind of pointing to me towards what was uh, meditation. And uh, it seems like a good expression still today of that. So someone, a, a journalist, is interviewing uh, a famous, uh, venerable, respected nun from uh, the Catholic uh, tradition. And uh, you might have heard this uh, exchange. I actually don't know if it did happen for real. But it doesn't seem that important because, you know, it's, it's a world of storytelling and images and uh, inspirations. And, and so I wouldn't be surprised it did happen. So the journalist uh, asks this, uh, uh, this uh, monastic, uh, when you pray, you pray? Yes, I pray. When you pray, do you pray God? Yes, yes, pray to God. So what, what do you say to God when you pray? And, uh, and she goes like this, she goes, oh, no, 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 I don't, uh, I don't say anything. I listen. Oh, okay. So what does God say? Oh, no, 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 no. He, he doesn't say anything. He listens to me. And for me, that story is in happening in the field of meditation. There's this uh, paying attention, this listening. And, and then there's this meeting. I have another, uh, another uh, example of that, that's just from a few weeks ago. So I was in the countryside with some friends, uh, uh, coming from a retreat, and uh, we stopped somewhere by, uh, by the road, and there was a very, very large field, like here, very deep and wide field, and far in the distance there were um, four horses eating, and when we came out of the car, they, uh, 
they, they seemed to recognize that there was something going on. They turned around, they, they looked from very far, they looked, they looked intrigued a bit, and they started coming to us. And uh, just this had the kind of feel of something special is happening, you know. They, and they came slowly, but not that slowly, you know, but they were not running, but they were coming towards us. And we were just there by the fence. And they, they came, and they came, and they came, and they came, and suddenly there was this big beast, animal, like this big face, like right here, and here, you know, and, uh, and uh, there was the, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say, it was just the, there was so much life and so much trust and so much intimacy and uh, absence of fear it seems like I couldn't believe that this being would put their whole face like that close to my arms you know that close to my and uh, completely exposed and uh, the animal was exposing uh, itself, and I was totally exposed, you know, there was my old being was open and there was a, an, there was a, an encounter there, like I was really aware that there was a being there, and the being was so aware that I was there, that I was aware I was there, you know, like the, it was revealing me, it was re revealing my, uh, the life in this being. And uh, I don't know, to me, I don't know what was the experience of this being, but it seemed like there was something extremely soft and tender and vulnerable and here on this side of reality too. And there was this kind of field for a few moments. And uh, I was really amazed. There was this, hey, we're together now. You know, it's you and me. You know, the, I'm putting words to it, but there was no words. It was, uh, and there was just the, you know, I, w I was listening, and the beast, can I say that word? Is that the right word? This big animal was listening. Just we were being together. And, uh, and in the end, uh, I think kind of, uh, I don't know, overwhelmed with um, vulnerability or love or I, something like this, I ended, I ended the, the, the thing with a few words and a pat, you know, like, oh, you're so sweet, <laughs> you know, because uh, it, uh, it was a lot of life, suddenly, anyway, so, and then linking this to what Heather you were saying this morning when you were talking about uh, walking, you know, you know, with the rabbits or with the, s the space, like be in relationship, be, be touch, touch, be touch. Uh, and so, yeah, God, horses, rabbits, depth of uh, the landscape or sight, or sitting here for that uh, matter. You know what I mean? It's just sitting here. And uh, vent, you know, this big, there's a big system going on in the brakes. I think if I recognize the pattern, when we stop meditating, the vent starts <laughs> its thing, and the opposite. And uh, so just, I was just sitting here waiting for the, you know, for the talk to start, and there was this reality like this, and suddenly, boom, the, the big machine, the big beast, <laughs> stopped. And that's what I find remarkable about meditation. It doesn't take much, you know. It could be God or not. It could also be vent. It's quite kind of equal. <laughs> am I, am I going to be? <laughs> it's uh this quality meeting with reality, 
with something happening, the, this listening, this, uh, I don't know, if attunement, it's not something we do, it just, it will become, something will get attuned, or maybe resonate, resonance, you know. And it could be, yeah, that I like the elements that uh, the, the Buddha describes, you know, like temperature. So we're, we're diving underneath our wants, preferences, opinions, and we're meeting, we're having a silent, vibrant encounter with things as they are, that's how it's uh, classically named, you know. So I'll be sitting here and suddenly it's not a horse that appears, it's the coldness in the fingers. But it's the same, the invitation is the same kind of uh, intimacy with coldness or heat or breath. It's remarkably uh, simple. It could be something else. It could be calm, calmness, spaciousness, grief, confusion. I like how it's... Uh, I don't know if I can say it like this. It doesn't uh, discriminate. It doesn't... It's what's there. Can this be known? Can this be experienced just as it is? Rain, tingling, <coughs> disturbance in the heart, psyche, inner field, agitation, and in that uh, silence encounter, you know, that's something that is cultivated over time. We have many, many, many hours to <coughs> touch and go. There's going to be a lot of that. But in that encounter where I um, learn to let go, or letting go happens, letting go of um, demands, or expectations, or some kind of agenda about how it should unfold, you know, so all these things that are, are putting like a buffer, a veil, a separation, a fragmentation uh, between the you know, the sensitive mind, cognition, consciousness and the life, these things fall and uh, there's a, a meeting with what, what is exactly as it is, the tiredness, the taste of, I don't know, crunchy nut or Something else. Hot, spicy soup. And so we're... Um, we're invited to come closer. And to... Um, to go beyond, or maybe under, our preconceived ideas. How it should be, how it could be how I could be, should be, could have been, you know, all these. And I think in the course of the hours and maybe the days, there's a thank you so much. Thank you for the suggestion that it could be otherwise, you know. And the change of value that happens, I think, uh, Heather talked about like a switch of value, a movement of values. 
Uh, one that I see is the suddenly we, uh, we, we become interested in what is rather than what should be or could be. And it's uh, that there's this movement that is happening. It takes, uh, it takes time, that's what we call practice, I guess. So, um, allowing life to be just as it is. Um, freeing life from uh, liberating, freeing life from uh, our expectations, our wants, our judgments, our uh, preconceived idea, prejudice, biases, injunctions. You should be like this, it should be like this. So that's the kind of clear, clearing up that I feel happening in practice. So yes, it could have been like this, it could be like that, but how is it? How is it? How does it feel? So in there, there's um, there's a there's a, a not knowing that is uh, valued also. That there's a switch of value also because we like to know. Huh? We really like to know what is what and what should be happening and what. Uh, and uh, I think we, when we enter the field of uh, meditative presence, if, for lack of a better word, or. Um, there's a there's a not knowing what things are that is uh, excellent. <laughs> kind of unusual. There's a suddenly I forgot her Christiane Saint Gerre. No, somebody knows Christiane Saint Gerre. She's a French. Uh, author, think, thinker, uh, spiritual teacher. She actually died uh, a little bit over 10 years ago now. Uncompromising. I like watching her on uh, YouTube. She's... Uh, she's... Uh, yeah, she's, she, she's remarkable. She was. Um, but there's one thing she said that uh, also I thought was Whoa, this is so the field of um, meditative awareness or presence or mindfulness. She said in the spiritual context, um, I cannot imagine something uh, worse for a human being than being used to being a human being, being habituated. Do you follow me? And when she said it, she really meant it, you know, she said, she was like almost horrified, you know, I can't, oh my God, I can't imagine something worse for a human being than being habituated, being used to being a human being. And she like, she felt very sorry for that case, you know. So to me, this is also practice. So we sit here, and we discover what it is to be a human being right now. So it's not the blasé version. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been a human being for a few decades now. <laughs> and you know, I've sat at least one other retreat. <laughs> it's 
So I know. <laughs> and so there's a, there's a humility, if that's the right concept, so that goes there. There's a, an amazing humility, at first because we don't get to decide what's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> that's very humbling, almost humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, humble also, yeah, there's, there's not, uh, we don't know. We come really, uh, what is it like to be a human being right now? There's something so, uh, I, I feel it as a taste of, um, it's, to me it, it's uh, felt as liberating. And li li oh yeah, free, freedom from the known. That's the title of the book from uh, Christian Morty. I didn't read the book. The title did it for me. <laughs> Freedom from the known. So, uh, and so this is one of the things we're cultivating, you know, as we sit again. And there's going to be a lot of sitting again here this week. And as we go for a walk again, or as we find ourselves again in our bedroom or cabin or in the food line or putting on the jacket, you know. So we're going to explore this uh, freshness of having never been like this before, huh. never been discouraged before. What is the taste of discouragement? What is the energy, felt sense, uh, tonality, texture of discouragement, of obsession? Of calm? Textures, I should say. Because it's so alive. And in this not knowing, I'll tell you about my practice today. So in this not knowing, in this sitting here and not knowing what it's like to be sitting, what it's like to be a human being, in this, what I'm mostly um, surprised by, uh, in awe of, uh, in other words, um, is, um, is the flickering nature of reality. I'm totally amazed by that. That's, that's described in the text. I've, I've seen it many times, but I'm still, I can't believe this. How, I feel like I have to correct this. Check, check this out. Um, you know, when I, when I become really attentive to what's happening as it's happening, I'm amazed at the, the landscape. So beautiful, no? This depth and the island and the whatever is there. It uh, keeps appearing and disappearing. Mm -hmm. I'm totally amazed. The mountain appear and disappear in fog, and depending on the, the weather condition, but that's not what I'm talking about. There's this too, that's, that's amazing in and of itself. But for me, what's more amazing is that I see it, it's there, it's experiential, it's existing, it's felt, it's wow. And then it disappears because kidnapped. <laughs> Sight gone, you know, obsession, I'm born in another world, I'm home, I'm doing my suitcase, you know, what, whatever, I'm having a conversation with somebody, a struggle usually, you know, or something where I'm right. <laughs> Do you see what, I'm, what I mean about the flickering nature? So I'm sitting here, there's a body, it can feel sometimes centered, 
and light or calm at other times achy so there's fluctuation in that but uh, what amazes me is that the body completely disappeared the room disappears Samish Island disappears from completely disappears from existence because you know something the mind buys into is entranced by fascinated absorbed uh, occupied under occupation preoccupied caught lost gone <laughs> and there's another world and it really does exist in my delusion confusion ignorance and at some point thanks to somebody sneezing suddenly reappears the body flickering nature of reality so to me that was my big part of the afternoon you know how to just sitting here and noticing cold how cold flickers it's cold I feel cold along my thighs uh, hands coldness coldness check you know what's for lunch <laughs> or something deeper or more superficial <laughs> I'm thankful to the practice for, for that, that I can become more intimate with the flickering nature, how, yeah, and it's remarkable. How, when something exists, it so exists, and when it doesn't, it so doesn't. Do you see what I mean? It's absolutely remarkable. And I feel like doing this, becoming aware of this with the ephemeral nature of the thoughts, and sight, and hearing also that keeps vanishing and reappearing, like I'm getting really acquainted with life in an important, essential way. So when the other disappears in death, maybe I will have touched this in some ways. I will have practiced with little disappearances. I will have seen the flickering nature of uh, experience. I'm amazed. I mean, I, I could, uh, I don't know if you've experienced this, but you know, if there's trouble in my life, in some area of my life, a relationship, a thing, something, yeah? When I'm caught in that obsession, in that worry, anxiety, or desire or resentment that it's like this, or desire that it be otherwise. You know, when I'm cut in this, it seems so solid, so real, so kind of, uh, yeah, solid is the word I'll use. And then, a few seconds later, a minutes later, something, the dampness of the feet bring sudden worry that my boots are not waterproof enough. And that obsession is not in the field. I find this absolutely remarkable that something so poignant, poignant that grasps me like uh, gets me in the guts can vanish in a few seconds or in beauty of nature can fall away for a second or with an in-breath. The liberating nature of this for me is that when I, the more I see this strong opinion, this person shouldn't, 
dot, dot, dot. A few seconds after, minutes after, the last of my interest, or, or, or I might have flipped completely. Oh, they're so cute in their confusion. <laughs> you know, the view has changed. I'm amazed by that. I think I, w I have to put a lot of hours to expose myself to that flickeringness in, uh, you know, that I can sit with uh, quality. And I find it so liberating. I could, I'm happy spending the rest of the week watching the flickering nature of my mind. How something suddenly becomes so important that didn't exist before. Like it was not my concern. I don't know, today I, at some point I grab, get my plate and ball and things. And I just, you know, my life is like this. And then I just look like this. Where am I going to sit? It's a dramatic, poignant question. And it's really serious. I have to find, you know, some kind of a safe, place, or beautiful place, or isolated place, something place. And it's, I, I'm, I'm so interested to see how suddenly it becomes central, you don't understand. You know, it's really important. You know? I see how these things pass like this. Uh, shame washes through for a moment of, I don't know, uh, lack of balance or some sort, you know, I'm walking in a... <laughs> was I seen, you know, being unmindful? <laughs> Suddenly, like, hardness, fire, wanting to disappear, shame, 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 washed, washing through the body. So interesting to watch and so real when it happens. I don't know if I'm am I am I the only one having a life like that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maybe that's uh, this thing about the universal nature of the, the experience. I think I asked the question, I, I, I said that, am I the only one? I, I did have a moment of doubt. But maybe deeper or another understanding or vision I have of this is, no, no. This is the human experience. This is exactly the human experience. So unstable, so shaky, so changing. When the mind has some, uh, I don't know what, maybe quietness to it, stability to it, equanimity, stability, and uh, these things are felt. So they are of the physical world, this hearing disappearing and reappearing, the sight appearing, flashing, being there, not there, the sensations appearing, disappearing, and the emotions, and the thoughts, and the views, and the opinions. Um, yeah, when there's some, some stability, what happens is that I feel like um, I'm um, reinvited in the humanity. And I can have this delusion that I'm apart from humanity, like the failure, some kind of original sin, or I don't know if it's... It, there's so many places where it can come from. 
you know, depending on gender, gender expression, sexual orientation, family pattern, culture, you know, being exposed to ads where people are young, happy, successful, <laughs> so having this kind of a sense of being a kind of a failure, a failure in life, a failure in a relationship, and being relational, or a failure in being a meditator, or a failure in uh, uh, being a good son, or a failure in being a good teacher, or I think that also is very flickering, it can attach its, itself to any, anything. Um, but when the mind has a sensitivity and balance in it, and, uh, and I see these movements, uh, feel them, aware of them, it's, uh, it's funny, the feeling is that I'm welcome back in humanity. This is exactly what it is to be a human being. Exactly. That's how human beings feel. They feel confused. They feel arrogant. They feel better than, worse than. They are separated from what they want. They get it, so they want to keep it. All these movements, so universal. So universal. And so that's one thing that I like and uh, maybe understand mindfulness is, is that uh, aspect of um, that it's not about me. It's not about me, it's about y human nature. And I'm invited in this amazing space here to discover or uncover human nature. This is exactly like that. Human nature. Whatever is happening now, this is exactly human nature. The reactivity, the acceptance, This is called uh, Dhamma Vichaya. Dhamma Vichaya, it's one of the qualities that we're developing here, that we'll be developing the whole week. Investigation of phenomena. Dhamma, phenomena, Vichaya, inquiry, investigation, exploration. So we're sitting here on the cushion, on the chair, walking, eating, and we're discovering human nature phenomena that really do belong to the universe. I like that because it gives me a break from me. <laughs> I'm not saying this, I hope, or not completely in the hate, hateful, like uh, hatefulness of myself. It's not like it's, um, I don't know if that's your experience, but sometimes I have a feeling I'm stuck with Pascal. <laughs> you know? It's a lot of personality, it's <laughs> a lot of quirks, that's a lot of wants, a lot of opinions. That's a body that is, feels like this, you know, it looks like this, or whatever, you know? It's a lot of. Um, yeah, and so when I entered that kind of view, that perception that this, these are human phenomena, they don't, they don't, they don't belong or describe only Pascal. There, that's human beings. Two thousand five hundred years ago, people were describing the same things. They are of the public domain, you know, and that change of view for me it seems so, so important. So I could easily be here the whole week and take everything personal. The heat, the cold, the agitation, the calm, you know, but no. This is the nature of reality that I'm studying, the nature of confusion. 
Been, human beings feel that. Human beings sometimes want to be somewhere else, be somebody else, experience another emotion. Was that partly your experience at some point today? <laughs> Think it should be otherwise. So we're in, invited to come and, uh, you know, in a way change the view. In the middle of this being here, gaining access to, um, in a way, to all beings. There's a lot of nuances maybe to put there, but that's still valid, I think. And befriending that. Quite amazing the qualities that are being developed in, in doing this, just this, sitting here for a few minutes, noticing what it's like to be a human being, walking a little bit, noticing what it's like to be a human being touched by beauty, nature, boredom. Uh, recurrent thoughts, obsessions. So in that process, um, so much patience will be developed. And uh, courage, honesty, this is where compassion is born, tenderness, insight, Just noticing what's happening, just discovering, uncovering what's happening here now. It's how you, one develops wisdom and gain access to uh, inner freedom, inner ethic, ethic, ethics. You know, the first time I, uh, I practiced meditation, it was in a retreat like this, a nine-day retreat, from a Friday to a Sunday, something like this. And uh, from the first evening, I was really very intrigued by the methodology, I would say. So, here I am, I'm, at that, I'm 25 years old, and I'm suffering deeply from being separated from what I want. Very, very confused. Um, and uh, tr troubled, really troubled. Um, fearful. It's not, life is not going at all like I wanted. Not at all. Like it took a really wrong turn kind of feeling. So I'm um, agitated, um, not many resources, I felt. And uh, so, so I'm sitting there, and uh, the, what is explained is that we are actually gonna, if we want to develop uh, you know, wisdom, clarity, get out of the trouble, get out of the inner mess, you know, that's what I'm hearing, like, okay, uh, and wanting. So I'm, I'm, there's great, great, great turbulence inside. And uh, so I want help. So what's going to help you is to become aware of your nose. <laughs> I couldn't believe this. I was, am I really hearing? Is it really what the suggestion is? Because... To me, it would make so much sense that if we sit here for 45 minutes, 
I would think about my life to try to find the way out of the confusion, no? Maybe some of you have tried that a little bit too. <laughs> Maybe I have tried that another, just another time, just to see if it would be really helpful. <laughs> and then the, uh, the suggestion, the invitation, is to become aware of something that is happening in the present time and at the sense doors. And, if you want, particularly at the nostril area. <laughs> and so I, I was lucky that I was intrigued and not uh, <laughs> didn't uh, make really, really strong doubt arise. It would make sense that strong, what am I doing here would arise, no? it would make total sense. But somehow, I think I was desperate enough to actually uh, trust, in initial trust, you know, and say, I'm going to try it, you know, that's an old lineage, and the people presenting these ideas, they seem, they seem wise, they, they seem balanced, they don't seem uh, like they're uh, accably uh, afflicted by the, what I'm afflicted by, you know, overwhelmed the way I am. And so I decided to pay attention to the nostrils and the air moving in and out. And uh, this whole process of becoming sensitive in a very balanced way, like to contact reality through the senses and try to stay there, stay there, instead of take off in opinions and futuring and anticipation and etc. Stay here, try to stay here, just here, here. I think we were allowed also the upper lip. And noticing how it uh, did stabilize the mind some, pacify it, and uh, slowly switch the relationship to what was happening. You know, from, from uh, the extreme of not, um, you know, the middle path, the extreme would be to not, to despise, hate, be afraid of confusion, of uh, grief, of uh, shame, of all these emotions that were there. So reject, uh, hate, fear, and struggle, uh, what's the word, uh, fight with, you know. No, I don't want to feel shame, I don't want to feel, you know, so that extreme and the other extreme deny. No. You know, I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, and in between the two extremes, to see if I could allow slowly this system to be in confusion, or for shame to wash through, maybe remain for a while, heart beating, hotness, what, what, like, yeah discomfort, uh, agitation inside, to discover that maybe I could allow these to happen instead of fight them or deny them, you know, instead of wanting something else, to actually tune into, feel the texture of uh, discomfort, instead of wanting to avoid it, or denying it, so very, very slowly learning to allow these things to be there. And what is cultivated in that uh, practice that I'm describing, it's not confusion that is uh, uh, cultivated, it's not shame that is cultivated. It's what is cultivated is uh, calm, courage, clarity, uh, compassion, care, all this. So that, that, that's how I, that's a few words on how I understand this, uh, you know, what we're, what we're doing here, different ways of maybe talking about what's happening here. I don't know if you can recognize something there for you or, 
I don't know if it can help contextualize what we're doing or inspire, that would be the kind of intention to contextualize, define, a bit explain, or um, inspire, or maybe recognize, oh, okay, so that's what's happening also to me, that um, that's what I'm... So the wise attention is about something that is presently happening, arisen, presently in operation. And again, I can think, spend so much time thinking about emotions that I would like to feel, that I could feel, if somebody was to say that, or if this was to happen, what would I feel? You know, thinking a lot about emotions that are not presently arisen. And the invitation to say, yes, but what is actually here now? And I can be fascinated by the body later. What will the body be doing? Where it will be? You know? Yes, but let's come back to the body here now. There is a body. By the way, there is life here now. I actually don't care. I am fascinated about the life that was, could be. That is juicy. The life that is, I don't care. I want the life that will be after the retreat, if it goes right. Or the life that should be, that I'm interested in. But the life that is, here now, certainly not been trained to be attentive to it, you know. And so that's like the change of value. We think, yeah, there's all these other lives, all these other bodies of the future, the past that could be, etc. And there is the life here, the body here, the emotion that is here, the mind state or mood that is here. And so that's, that's what we're doing here. We're bringing back the interest to, yeah, and what about here, now? There's a body breathing. There's actually a body. It's sitting. And can we stay here just to see what it will reveal if we listen to it in silence, like in the meeting with the horse? Just stay here. So let's just uh, be here for a moment, if it's okay with you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.